Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. So one of the things that has been one of my primary struggles, shall we say, is perfectionism. And I remember asking a friend of mine, a worship leader, some years ago, how do you manage to write songs that aren't perfect? Like, how do you deal with that internal sense of, you know, ugh, this isn't going to win a Grammy or for my, for me, like if I was writing a children's book, I really want it to win the Newbery medal. And if it doesn't, you know, how do I navigate the disappointment of not being perfect? And he looked at me in amazement, sort of like this thought had never once crossed his mind. And he was like, Oh, I've never written a perfect worship song, not even 80%. And at that point, I just sat there and thought, wait a minute, but I've always loved the songs that you write. They bless me. They bless the Lord, I'm sure. They're beautiful. And so I thought, oh, I maybe need to adjust my own expectation of what creativity is supposed to look like. And so (laughs) this was... It prompted a season for me that lasted several years where I would write at least a poem every day because I was trying to exercise the fact that I could be creative and write something that I was thinking about or a memory and that it didn't have to be perfect. (laughs) And so when uh, it was time for me to write my Wilberforce book back in 2017, I opted to use that same format because I had been writing in that free verse poetry style at that point every day for a few years. And for me, that continues to be one of the more comfortable forms of writing. Part of it is, (laughs) this is just my opinion after having reviewed thousands of books as a product selector for Sunlight Curriculum, a lot of historical books when they're trying to write in prose, they have to fill the page count, right? And so sometimes you'll get these scenes where, you know, Wilberforce is going to stalk out of the room. And so it says something like, he said angrily, tossing the muffler around his neck as he opened the door and went out into the cold. It's very dramatic. And I always get kind of annoyed with those little statements because I'm like, well, how do you know he tossed the muffler around his neck? Maybe he wasn't angry. How do you know he went out into the cold? Were you there? And so these kind of filler details, they really bother me. And so when I was going to write about Wilberforce, it was like, okay, how can I do this in a way that isn't just lying? (laughs) And for me, poetry allows me to get at the essence and the emotion without all of the filler. And I feel like because of the way the lines break, that there's additional opportunity for emphasis and it communicates really just in a different way and gets at the the drama of the story without all of the prose. And I also really like that every poem gets to be its own little piece of art. So it's like all of these little jewels that are strung together to create the larger whole. And so when it was time to write the Heaven book, as I looked over what Bob had come up with, the different teachings that he had done, and I pulled together his notes and different sermons he had preached and the notes from different conversations, I pulled the transcripts, and as I started to organize all of this data, it was really clear to me that this 
book as well would be so well served with that free verse poetic style because it allows people to pick the book up and read just a page, which some of the pages might have only 10 or 12 words because not all poems have to be very long. And so then it's like, okay, you, you could read just that amount and that would be enough to give you a sense of satisfaction. And you could read an entire chapter. You could read the whole book at one sitting. I mean, it's less than 12,000 words. It's really not that long. But the... Um, for those of us who are really busy, it's almost like the perfect either going to bed book or bathroom reader where you're like, okay, I have two minutes before my next child will need me, but I can at least enter into this beautiful scene and read this one or two page spread and have something of beauty to carry with me through the day. And so this is the As It Is In Heaven book. It's a little description of it. One of the poems, um, it is, <laughs> I'll just recite it. I forget what the title is. It might be titled Holy, but, um, or repeated or something, but it's taken from um, one of the verses in Revelation 4 and 5, where the, the different um, people are crying out, holy, holy, holy. And then the poem itself just says, repeated for emphasis, emphasis, emphasis. And then you just think about that, like, okay, yeah, anytime you come into the scriptures and there's a word that's repeated, it's there for emphasis. Anyway, that is just a, a fun little example, short, but so precious. So Lord Jesus, thank you for all of the different ways that you give creativity. <laughs> thank you that even when we think about your Psalms, that you care about poetry, that you care about prose, you care about story, you care about images. <laughs> Lord, I think about how multifaceted and beautiful you are. And I just am in awe, God, of how, how beautiful your world is, how beautiful your creativity is, how beautiful your people are. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. In your precious name. Amen.